A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Shall we? How you doing? <laughs> hey, Ashley. I'm good. Oh, God. Just well, thriving. <laughs> thriving, living our best life, and of course, recording another episode of Swiftish Podcast. Yes. Right yeah. I know. Excited to be here, honestly. And it's an exciting time for us because you're coming to Houston to mm-hmm. see Taylor this weekend. It's Taylor Week. Yeah. You're seeing her twice? No, just Friday. No. Just Friday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm seeing her on Saturday. Cute. Ship's passing in the night. <laughs> I, know, I know. It'll be fun. I'm excited. Um, yeah. We got her first, I guess, public performance since her breakup. Yeah. I'm in Tampa. Were you paying attention to anything that was going on on TikTok or on Twitter or any of the rumblings? Yeah. I mean, I saw a little bit. I... I kind of, like we talked about, I didn't figure she'd do anything really. Mm-hmm. So nothing like took me by surprise. I was, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just seemed like kind of, you know, par for the course, what we talked about. She does like continue to make an emphasis about how these songs are for us and like all of that. So mm-hmm. yeah. And one thing she did, do, she did three things happened, I think. Nothing mm-hmm. big, but just three like subtle things because it's very subtle. She's not making yeah, a statement. Course. But during the interlude to Red, she did change it from Everything Has Changed to Holy Ground, which would that have happened whether or not she, yeah, like, we knew she broke up with Joe? I don't know. But it goes from, like, one song where this new love has changed her mm. life and her perspective to a song about how she's looking back on a past love and, you mm, know, it's still important and it's still sacred. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, I guess and I then, hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. It seems more like... I need her to give me more holy ground, you know? <laughs> yeah, you, you love So the ground. red box does not appeal to me. I'm like, no, I don't want you to throw me a bone. I want the full song. <laughs> yes, exactly. And maybe you'll get it on Friday. Maybe yeah, you won't. Maybe. <laughs> but one thing that we do know is that Taylor is okay because during her performance, one of the three performances, I don't know which one, of Delicate, somebody held up that you belong with me sign that says you okay. And she looked at it and gave a thumbs up. I hated that. She's like, yes. <laughs> she was like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> sorry. And so many articles. Cause I was like, okay. I was like, I don't think there's much going on in Taylor Swift besides tour. So of course I like yeah. Google Taylor Swift and the U okay. Like that was yeah. basically like that, that the little TikTok was going viral. She I also know. said that she's really loving this tour. It's becoming her entire personality. Same. Yeah. And I've always loved putting on shows. <laughs> always love that connection. I need you guys very much for my well-being. So everyone was like, oh, she's leading on us. I don't think so, but. I know. It's so sweet. So cute. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but I got into a fight with Twitter Swifties the other day. On our Twitter account? (laughs) No, no. It was personal. I kept it in my personal space. (laughs) What happened? Um, Well, because there were some people who were rightfully, who who just were like, huh, it's kind of interesting that you know, Taylor Swift is in Florida. Ron DeSantis signs an anti-abortion bill while she's there. They're having mm-hmm. these huge attacks on LGBT rights. Mm-hmm. And people were just like, I wish Taylor had said something or done something at these concerts. And um, and so people said that. And I'm like, I'm at this point with celebrities where I'm like, they don't care, right? Like they don't, <laughs> they don't have to care ours. in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, 
I've I've wrestled with my feelings of Taylor as a person and I've decided to love her as an artist. And I mean, that's just a journey. But so my point is that I wasn't necessarily mad and I didn't really expect her to do anything. I think it would have been easy to do something like even just as simple as like during the intro to you need to calm down being like, let let everyone sing it like I want to hear you sing this loudly, like so everyone knows how you really feel type thing Mm -hmm. or, you know, donating to an abortion fund or something as she she, came through because she did donate to that food that food bank so she could have donated to an abortion fund and you know she was mayor for three days yeah exactly (laughs) she could have made a difference for tampa (laughs) um but anyways it my point is so people who had feelings and they shared those feelings but what annoyed me was the people reacting to those feelings with these sort of like grandiose statements that were like, Taylor didn't say anything because it wouldn't be safe for her to say anything. And just like this sort of, I don't know, fantasizing of like why Taylor didn't do something morally right. Like there's this like weird insistence that they know her inner soul and decision Mm -hmm. process and that everyone complaining about it is the wrong, like the bad person in the story that they just don't understand Taylor. And so I kind of like called someone out and I was like, I mean, you don't know why she didn't do it. Like that's just someone's just voicing their opinion and and mm-hmm. you're just she could do more. Like technically all of us could do more. Like that's just a fact. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> they did not like that. And some people got mad at me and said that I'm a hater and like I don't understand Taylor and like this is why she can't do anything right. She's damned if she does. She's damned if she doesn't. Like you're mad that she gave money to starving people and I'm like no. I'm just offering a suggestion for how she could have quietly made a statement Mm -hmm. in a way that she already is known to and I just take issue with this idea that she's just so scared. She just knows it wouldn't be safe for her crew, her fans, if she were to make a statement. And it's like, well, first of all, that's that's scary. That's a fact is that there are scary people who make it very scary to be in the LGBTQ community right now. Mm -hmm. And it matters when people in positions of power call that out and name it for what it is, which is violence. And like, sure, she might be scared, but like, she's fine. She's protected. She's good. And there's a lot of her fans, a lot of her listeners who aren't as comfortable and safe and happy and in their little bubble. And on top of that, if she is that afraid of like Florida, why would she go go on tour there? Like she's taking money from them. She's Mm -hmm. bringing money to their economy. And if she was like, oh, I just care so much about my trans listeners that I will never address this loudly because it might put a, it might put a, you know, a, a dagger in my back type thing, then it's like, well, she could have said, oh, I'm refusing to play in Florida until, you know, my, until it's safe for everyone who I love, you know? Yeah. All those people who went to her three shows can write into their senators, can write into their public figures and let their voices be known. Yeah. So it's like your Twitter account right now. I'm a little (laughs) distracted by you, but I'm going to go into a deep dive of who hates you and who is sending you hate messages. My general point is like, You can feel what you want to feel about if Taylor is damned if she does, damned if she doesn't, if she's just too soft for it all or whatever. But like, don't, I'm like tired of people like prescribing their like altruistic, like moral sensitivity to why she does something when you don't really know. And like the easiest answer is usually the most likely answer, which is that it doesn't 
phase her in the same way that it phases us because she's so far removed from any sense of reality and Mm -hmm. capitalism, babe. Like, it's just... It's true. (laughs) She's taking the money and she's running. And she's such a queen at being cryptic, like you said. She could have said something. Yeah. Am I mad at her? No, because like you said... Yeah, I mean, she does a cute job of like, Mm -hmm. you know, I like that she has the queer dancers like Mm -hmm. coupled up during the ballroom scenes. Like, it's clearly she's trying, but for people to be mad at people saying she could do more, that's just like, she could, she could do more. She can literally afford to do more. Yeah. And, and she is like throwing, you know, little morsels at us with her rainbow lights but mm-hmm. in this day and age it's not as simple as like it, it is a scary time like it is different these trying times are trying and like yeah. she could yeah. do more and I don't think it's wrong for fans to feel that just like it's not wrong for fans to be like I don't care at this point I'm just here for the music mm-hmm. but to prescribe this sort of like she doesn't do it because she cares so much the math isn't mathing, you know? Yeah. Because, like, one reason I would say she's not doing it, and it's not because she cares so much, is more it's a big tour. Well, lots of – there have been historical events that have happened in concert. Yeah, of course. That have been very, you know, just scary and dangerous for pe- people in attendance. Like, think of, like, Afterworld, you know, mm-hmm. hitting close to home. Not because of anyone said anything political, but something like that could happen. That is, like, a – a very conservative state. So I can see like maybe she's scared in that aspect, but like you said, something cryptic on you need to calm down something a little like, you know, on the point she has not shied away from making her political views known in the past or jumping in when Ginny and Georgia makes a joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So I'm sorry about the hate. (laughs) I know it's okay. I mean, my general point is like, it's not like, I just I'm the the like parasocial like insistence on understanding Taylor Allison Swift's heart mm-hmm. is like no you have to let both things be true which is that some people are disappointed and some people aren't she could be doing more but she isn't for whatever reason and like yeah. that's just that's just something we have to like accept and wrestle with on our own but trying to police other people's like opinions based on this made-up fantasy of what she could be feeling is like just a I don't know an exhausting effort Mm -hmm. yeah oh and you put anything out on Twitter you know especially with our I know group like oh you don't know Taylor I'm like (laughs) you don't know Taylor I know don't know Taylor did you see those um there do you remember those girls who like posted a video on how to get rep room like, i just saw a tweet about i know that right now. yes and did you I put together that that's t- tiktok star corporate natalie do i know who corporate natalie is you would know some of her videos she's like famous for making these sort of like funny videos about working a corporate job where she's like you know it, it's is, she's like very she's like top tier i don't know i <laughs> i would be surprised if you haven't seen some of her videos but i just saw that tweet and yeah. people are like, oh, these two people are TikTok famous, corporate Natalie and somebody else. And I was yeah. like, what? Let me see if I've seen <laughs> but anyways, it's, it's just funny to be a Swifty um, and to feel is. like, oh, okay, yeah. Because like but there's a I'm lot like- of – on TikTok, like there's a lot of people dictating what it means to be a Swifty, but then also mm-hmm. being like, 
why are you guys going to this restaurant Taylor Swift was asked at and asking what she ordered? Like, it's just like, there's so much strangeness in our content yeah. creating world that it's just like kind of Let weird to be want. a stan. Yeah. Stay yeah. in the way you want. If TikTok says no, if Twitter says no, then just calm down. On and that's the then just make a podcast and share your thoughts there and, you know, avoid all. <laughs> just don't make eye contact. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm sure I I piss people off on this show too, but Mm -hmm. I think, you know, yeah. So, you know, I like Taylor Swift, can't win. (laughs) Well, if people are listening to our podcast long enough, if we've pissed them off, they're probably not listening anymore. That's just the truth of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's very interesting that this is, it's kind of in line of what we're talking about today, I guess. Um. Uh, theory wise mm. you, know, you know the LGBT yeah. Taylor could be doing more um so I gotta ask you a question <laughs> it's been on my mind um what do you think about the Gaylor theories of question <laughs> that's my question yeah, how many yeah. times can no, I say I question I know I I was because we decided to do question mark today however you mm. say it question dot 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 mark <laughs> However, we refer to this song. Um, and I was thinking about how we talked about it when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And um, especially with Matt, like I like when I first heard the song, it's a confusing story. Like it's kind of like you have to dig Pronouns. in and you're like, what's here, happening there. here? Yeah. Who's talking to who? What's who, who is she asking and what happened? Who did what? Like it's not very clear cut. She uses a sort of second person perspective mm-hmm. that she doesn't often do. Um, and there's a lot in the song that immediately jumped out as kind of queer. Um, not only just this like, did you ever, did your, like the kissing in a, in a crowded room like girl. immediately reminded me of the whole saga around Carly Kloss and her at the 1975 concert. Mm-hmm. And so I think on first listen, like this whole idea around like, um, like gender roles and politics and like oh it it felt to me like a song that was more she was asking the world at large like have you ever been in the same situation I'm in like sort of like (laughs) this was sticky wasn't it like Mm -hmm. and that's how it felt to me on first listen I think now the generally accepted reading is that she's asking her ex like snarky questions that she already knows the answer to Mm -hmm. Um, but there is like something to be said about calling the song question mark, which is in some iterations, the Q in LGBTQ, um, Mm -hmm. this sort of, I'm questioning and she's singing about a her and a she and leaving some, like, there's just elements there that does feel gay. (laughs) Yeah. But, and, and even the line, like, and you're not sure. And I don't know, got swept away in the gray. Like that's. That's like a queer, like, oh, yeah. what's happening here? Energy well, to me. So it's interesting because a lot of people have three different theories of who it's about. Yeah. Carly, Harry, and Selena. And we've talked about this yeah. um, with Matt. And I think you and I might have talked about it on the side too. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's definitely about Harry because at the very beginning when she goes, I remember that sampling out of the woods. Yeah. There's references to style in here. But if you go back to people theorizing who styled out of the woods was about oh there there's a portion of the fan base that uh think it's about carly and oh interesting yes and not about harry and so it's very interesting because it's like everyone can 
kind of make this song be about what they want it to be. It could be about yeah. Selena and and Justin with the kiss at the Billboards Award mm. and her per- performing that same night. Like there's so many things, um, but like the general consensus is the ex. Like whether yeah. or not you're talking to your friend's ex, whether or not you're talking to your your ex, you're at a music award and you're, uh, you know, shown talking to your ex and, you know, so yeah. many articles are written about it. Like there's, <laughs> There's a lot of uh, – you can just tie it in so many different ways. And I yeah. wonder if there's a lot of inside jokes that we don't get yeah. that's tied into this song. And so that person who that song is about, if it is a specific person, can be like, yes. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, because it's like two Taylor's, you know, historic mm-hmm. trends. It's very specific. Um in fact, almost too specific for some listeners who are like, yeah. "What's happening here?" Exactly. I mean, they, why are there why are the people clapping fifteen seconds later? What is this? There's a fourth theory. Have you heard oh, about this one? I don't I, know. You're not gonna be shocked. I'm sure you've heard about this. Um, that it's really about Joe uh, because everyone since the oh. breakup news, everyone's like, "Oh, she was broken up while she was writing Midnight." So this whole yeah. Midnight's album is really a breakup album. Except sweet nothing. Except for Sweet Nothing, about their relationship and captures their relationship. Because if you think about it, she says, and I'm not saying yes or no, but when she says that this whole album, when she first announced the 13 tracks, it's 13 sleepless nights that span her entire career. But when you look at all the songs that are about Joe, which I know six years of her career, but her career is much longer. She's not defined by Joe. She's defined by herself and her accomplishments. But Lavender yeah. Hayes, Snow on the Beach, Maroon, according to you, and we've talked about that in a prior episode, I'm kind of on board. I don't know. <laughs> Labyrinth, Sweet Nothing, Mastermind. And then when you go into like the bonus, you have The Great War and Glitch. So uh, there's like half the album of the 13 mm-hmm. tracks is about Joe. So everyone's like, yeah. oh my gosh, now now we have uh, questions yeah. about <laughs> Joe because they had already broken yeah. up. <laughs> Uh, I don't I, I don't buy yeah. it but that's another yeah no I think it's like that that whole like re retconning what these songs are about is so interesting to me I mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy into like I, I feel like the breakup was more recent even just thinking yeah. about Taylor Swift doing her thumbs up at the show it's like she's like guys just let me let me have fun here and mourn in peace <laughs> yeah and I don't but, really think she's mourning I yeah. think she's like like sad it's over Maybe right she is, it's like let's move from, on like let's yeah, yeah. Been, i'm not gonna process this with you guys live on stage right now um my next album yeah yeah <laughs> she's working on it too you know she's being papped in new york that's always yeah. a telltale sign that she and it's interesting too coming off of a of a relationship where she's very 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 rarely papped and very unhappy when she was um or kind of rushing to a car Someone or was hiding under an umbrella yeah so it's interesting that she's being a little bit more free here, being seen going to parties, whatever. Yeah, she's busy. She's having a good time. Um, I, I'm. Yep. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to everything that's going to come. But maybe let's dive into question. Yeah. Um, so we start off with the sampling of "Out of the Woods." I remember. And we go into verse one. Good girl, sad boy. Big city, wrong choices. We had one thing going on. I swear that it was something because I don't remember who I was before you painted my nights, a color I've searched for since. But one thing after another, effing situations, circumstances, miscommunication. And I have to say, by the way, I just may like some explanation. Yeah. It's very much reminiscent of Out of the Woods. Like I think 
once I got off the high of listening to the album for the first time, like it's pretty obvious that this is related to Out of the Woods, however you mm-hmm. read Out of the Woods. Um, or Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like the it, – it, there's just like it like the painted all my colors, all my nights of color I've searched for since, like mm-hmm. ties back to Out of the Woods when she's like everyone was in black and white, but we weren't screaming color. Screaming color. And just like the anxiety of that relationship, which she talked about ad nauseum in the 1989 yeah. era because it was such a big song, was like, oh, it was – that relationship was anxiety. That was – um, it felt very fragile. It felt very tentative. It was always like, what's going to be the next roadblock? And um, and that was like what that relationship was for her. And that feels very much like, oh, it's one thing after another, all these situations, circumstances, miscommunications. Mm-hmm. Like that just feels like you, you're you in that again, like, are we out of the woods? Yeah, are we out of the woods? Are we out of the woods? You know? Yeah. And she puts us right in like the hairy mindset. Good girl, sad boy big city, wrong choices, big city. Hello. Like 1989, that was her New York era. That was her, you know, welcome to New York. Here I am. I'm going to be young, free and wild. And you know, you got style, you got that long hair, slick back, white t-shirt. I got that good girl faith and a tight little mm-hmm. skirt. Like that just kind of like puts you right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I like the, the mimicry of I remember versus I swear it was something because I don't remember who I was and like this Mm. sort of tension between what this person gave her but also what the relationship took from her and that being the central tension of this song of trying to sort out like was it worth it, was it not, like why did this happen, why would you do this, all of that Mm -hmm. sort of. Yeah, I mean, you think about how she went on that vacation with Harry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, you know, if you're, if I know I'm going to get broken up with, I'm not going to go on that vacation with friends. <laughs> and then she comes back by herself. Like, hello, I need some yeah. explanations. Like, why am I, yeah. why did I go? Why did you even yeah. say I could come? Like, there's so many explanations, like, on top of, like, the breakup, but, like, <clears throat> just the lead up to. Yeah. And then we go into her chorus. Can I ask you a question? Did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends was making fun of you, but 15 seconds later they were clapping too? Then what did you do? Did you leave her house in the middle of the night? Oh, did you wish you put up more of a fight? Oh, when she said it was too much, did you wish you could still touch her? It's just a question. It's just a and question. And I think <laughs> this is where people are, are pulling in ties. Well, I know. This is where people are pulling in ties. Not only Harry, but you got the Carly and you got the Selena of it all. This chorus is where people are like, whoa, what's going on? I'm questioning what this song is about. Yeah. To me, as I sat with it, like, I feel like she's saying, like, did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and 15 seconds later your friends were making – and every single one of your friends was making fun of you? It does remind me of that – and I was I was reminiscing on this like crazy that the Harry heads or whatever they call themselves Harry when heads. Taylor and her started dating. That's not a sexy absolute name. madness. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I remember being in a um, what's that little like re- consignment shop, Plato's Closet, mm-hmm. and this was in like 2013 or whenever they were dating, and there were two girls behind me just like hating on Taylor just being like I can't believe he's dating her she's so freaking fake she's so ugly like all of this stuff and I was like damn people really care about this yeah and I think that to me this this chorus seems like mimicking that um sort of backlash where she they kiss they're in this very public fronting relationship 
And I think her fans, his fans, and their like band members and friends were literally like, LOL, this is hilarious. Mm. But then One Direction at least came around on her and like liked her for him type thing. And we're like, there's a lot of videos of them teasing Harry when they were first Mm -hmm. hanging out Mm -hmm. about Taylor. But then they were sort of like, you know, having more fun with her. So it seems like it could be read as this more like, big picture have you ever had a public relationship that just blew up in your face but also having no one understand why you were together (laughs) i yeah knowing now like the paths that they they took i think they would be best friends i'm not sure if they were like suited for each other um i feel like harry really fell into his his groove and really found who he was outside of one direction and um pleasing the the millions and just really yeah. just pleasing himself uh, i did see a video that was the two of them going into a car mm-hmm. and she was very much like oh i'll take pictures with you guys and you could hear the security guards being like you know you, you see harry get into the the car they're like don't touch him don't touch him don't touch him <laughs> don't 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 and it was you know two totally even just persona like he does connect with his fans but even then it was like yeah. two totally like separate ways <laughs> like she's like oh, i'll stay and take selfies like girls were like you don't understand and because you know, at first the party guards were trying to like, put both of them in the car yeah and you know they're both like both of them i feel like are huge successes like similar yeah. to the beatles you know they're two yeah. household names style and swift mm-hmm. yeah and it was a house divided and and you also do have the the actual clip of them kissing at new year's eve that people cite a lot for this song you also have like videos of them like at a karaoke party early on in their sort of situationship Mm -hmm. um and so there are like literal instances that could have inspired this Mm -hmm. and and that's why i like this like can i ask you a question and then she lists these sort of things it does get messy but i think like what a lot of people like about it and like critics especially were like it mixes that it 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 gives you that nostalgia and also distance that allows you to have this kind of mature angle at at dissecting a past relationship and it's this like very twisty story that's all about this kind of like almost like the one how that explores what a relationship like oh like we're good without each other but what if type thing Mm -hmm. it feels like that on the more sardonic like snarky side where she's like did you think about this at the time because I'm sure thinking about it now type thing Mm -hmm. yeah and like you said like the one like I can definitely see her just being like oh that would have been fun ending up with Harry Styles like that could have been fun (laughs) and I don't think like a lot of her exes you know there's bad blood with some of them I don't think that she necessarily sits back and being like oh John Mayer that could have been fun. right or even Jake Jill and all that could have been fun maybe maybe Taylor and yeah. I can think of like Taylor and style and Harry style is such a pivotal like moment in her her career too like not her career yeah. throughout her life um I'm not surprised that maybe she like held a little spot for yeah. him because I definitely said like fan bases just parted and there was a lot yeah. of like hectic hecticness going on as well yeah well and I think the like que- the, it's interesting that instead of like her earlier breakup tracks that are like you're a dick this is your fault she's sort of like there's this very swiftian moment where she's like did you wish you put up more of a fight when she said it was too much 
where it's like she's sort of taking ownership for how she fumbled the bag too. Mm -hmm. But she's also like tying it back to those songs like, um, oh, what is it? Like um, where she's constantly like, I wish you had just fought for me. Like I wish wish you would have shown up and done this a little better. But even like on Fearless and like Debut, there's like these songs where she's like, yeah, don't you know that when I said goodbye, I really just wanted you to come come back like the other well, side of yeah. the door I think and yeah stuff it's like a that. lot like what she says on tour she's like mm-hmm. I like to tell boys and men yeah what they yeah. should do differently <laughs> how they can fix the situation this course really I think kind of threw people for a turn because she goes mm-hmm. from being I to yeah. her and that's yes. where the whole I think the Selena Gomez of it all comes because it's like is she berating her best friend's ex being like you could have done better like, Ugh. do you I, wish? Yeah. I don't think I can. Do, I can see it. The kissing in a crowd, the Selena Gomez at Billboard. Um, you know, people are clapping for her. She left in the middle of the night after a breakup in 2017. You know, don't you wish you can still fight for her? But it's like, does Selena want that song? Yeah. Does Taylor want to write that song? Does yeah. Taylor want Justin and Selena back together again? Because she even yeah. says, like, it, after the billboard, just is like one of many instances, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. what do you think of uh, Justin winning th- this yeah. award? And she's like, next question, which yeah. is very oh. funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but, like, you know, it's like, does she want to write a song about oh, don't you wish you could be with her? Like, don't mm. you wish you can do things different? Because I don't think she yeah. wants to imagine that. Yeah. I do see maybe that being one of her sleepless nights is comforting a friend after a breakup. Right. I, I think I, I um, she liked a TikTok or something about this song where someone was like, she's just – she's asking rhetorical questions she already knows the yeah. answer to because mm-hmm. she, this guy like – so it is like those refrains of like, oh, are like a very sarcastic like – Oh, did you did you leave her house in the middle of the night? You remember when you did that mm-hmm. to me? Yeah. <laughs> so it does feel more personal to me than than. I also um, wonder Selena. if it's like maybe she's seeing this person she's dating repeating the same things he's done yeah. to yeah. her in that relationship and being like, "Oh, you did this, you did this." Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's making sense. It's not me. It's you. Yeah, it's just that a question. Just came to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get into verse two. Half moon eyes, bad surprise. Did you realize out of time? Is that, did you realize out of time? I think it's did half moon eyes, bad surprise. Did you realize, question mark? Out oh, of time, she oh, was okay. on your mind. Okay. <laughs> Genius. I copy it's and paste weird, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you realize out of time she was on your mind with some dickhead guy? That you saw that night because you were on something. It was one drink after another, effing politics and gender roles. And you're not sure. And I don't know. Got swept away in the gray. I just may like to have a conversation. Yeah. And I know a lot of people talk about the 2021 Grammys run-in. But what I thought of with this song is there was a moment when she was promoting 1989. And she was at like a hotel lobby with some friends. And Harry Styles walks in and they like have this very awkward encounter where it's sort of like he tries to acknowledge her. She's like giving him the cold shoulder, talking to her friend and trying to get out of there as fast as possible. And that feels like something that would inspire this sort of song, like this sort of sleepless night where she's like, Mm -hmm. oh, seeing him again. Like, I wonder how that made him feel. And instead of like processing how it made her feel, she's just like asking these 
she's just like listing the questions she wished she could have asked him in that moment. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think it's also funny to imagine that night because she was on her mind would be, I was on your mind with that mm. dickhead guy you saw that night because I think it was like around an awards performance where, you know, Adam slash Calvin Harris was there. And I love the idea of Taylor now writing, describing her boyfriend at the time, Calvin, as that dickhead. <laughs> yes. Oh, I do love that. Love that. Uh, yeah. But what I was do- also confused by this because like, but you were on something like, Hi. is she saying like, oh, you were drunk, you were wasted, you were on drugs? Or was well, she like- moon eyes. Like yeah. when you get high, your eyes are kind of glazed over, you're tired. Like, yeah. They're not at like full attention. So that could be like half moon eyes. But I do like bad surprise. Like, oh, I walked in. Did not expect Taylor Swift. Did not expect Harry Styles. You know, I I do I do like that. And on something, he was drinking and high. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like, yeah. I'm curious about this. Like you said, it feels like there's a lot of details we don't know as the general public that I would love to like sit down and be like, so what exactly? Like, what are you talking about? One drink after another. Was that while you were together? Like you guys were just exhausting these conversations? Was it after you broke up and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, why did I let the public get in the way? Like, I'm not sure. Got swept away in the gray. Like, I'm just, it is like a weird verse where I'm like, hmm. Yeah. What was happening here? I know. It's so interesting in this. People were like, I remember when we were talking about this and you were kind of like, it might be about Carly. I don't know. And I was like, maybe Selena. I don't know. Harry, I don't know. And then you were like, well, what about gender roles though? Yeah. What about that? And that's where I was like, I don't know. So confused. (laughs) And then I was reading an article doing some research on this and, uh, you know, Harry has been exploring gender roles when it comes to his fashion, when it comes to yeah. all these things. And in one of the an article where he was talking about gender, he's like, many borders are falling in fashion, but also in music, films, and art. I don't think people are still looking for this gender differentiation. Even if the masculine and feminine exist, their limits are subject of game. We no longer need this or that. I think now people are trying to be good in fashion and other fields. These parameters are no longer as strict as before, and it gives rise to great freedom. It's stimulating. So it's like, I'm not sure if that's exactly what it's it's calling to, but you know, it is interesting that like right now he is exploring with his fashion in different ways and he's not yeah. like, we don't see one direction Harry anymore. Right. Well, and it's interesting to think of like at the time that was the peak of like, oh my gosh, Taylor, can you stop writing about your exes? Like maybe mm-hmm. you're the problem. Like there were these like gendered sexist ideas planted on her that were like, you're not doing this right. You're not handling your 20s right. You're not handling your breakups right. You're not handling mm-hmm. your relationships right. And it does seem like that could be the politics. That could be the frustration where it's like, did that just get in the way? Did that just sweep us up? And it's like, mm-hmm. Was it worth losing us because of these stupid opinions that people were throwing out publicly? Yeah. And then on the the other side, if you want to read to the Carly of it all, you know, effing yeah. politics <laughs> and gender roles, and you're not sure, and I don't know, got swept in the gray, like that mm-hmm. could definitely be, you know, the politics of it all. Like um, she wasn't really, at that time, she hadn't really found her voice in politics. And then the gender roles of like, do I do I want to explore this further? Do I want to go down that road? How is that going to affect everything? And then you're not sure. And I don't know. How are yeah. they like, are, what are they doing? Are they going to go that way, this way? Like, and then got us swept in the gray, you know, there's black and white in a lot of people's mind. There's straight 
there's male and female. Yeah. You know, like they're in that gray of like yeah. being Or even curious. like there's lesbian and yes. straight, but it's yes. like. Like gay oh. or straight. There's yeah. no like bi. Yeah. 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 And then I was – and then also like she was on your mind with some dickhead guy. I just kind of went down a rabbit hole. It's like who has Carly dated? Because she's so mm. – she's so prominent. She's so beautiful. Like she's on like so many magazines. Yeah. Josh. I know. Josh. There's yeah. nobody else that has been out there. She's rumored to have date, dated someone, but there's no – you don't know who that yeah. someone was. So it's yeah. very interesting. So that's just like – I wonder if there's any – um any gaylers or kaylers who kind of went down that rabbit hole, I'm sure, like, about how she's just so private and her dating oh, life yeah. is going to be. There's a reason why. But, you know, just kind of looking at that, yeah. that first of it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's get into the chorus. Can I ask you a question? Did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends was making fun of you? But 15 seconds later, they were clapping too. Then what did you do? Did you leave her house in the middle of the night? Oh. Did you wish you could put up more of a fight? Oh. When she said it was too much, do you wish you could still touch her? It's just a question. I love t- the TikToks on this. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's just a, oh, just a question. Yeah. No, like, I'm not going to offend you. Like, it's not too deep. It's just yeah. a question. Yeah. Um, and it's very interesting, too, because I know we already de- dove, dove into this, but a lot. it reminds me of the fans asking, like, mm. wondering what's going on, like, getting yeah. too personal and too deep. Oh, yeah. It it is very interesting because there is sort of this like familiarity to wanting to know more than maybe you're entitled to. But Mm -hmm. as she posits it here in the chorus, it seems very much like, why did you do this? Like we could have lasted if you had just don't you still want me like type thing. But and I like that because think of your girlfriends who have been broken up with. Think of uh you know, any breakups you've gone through or any heartbreaks you had in high school or, you know, any like longing for someone. What's the one thing that like friends always say to each other? (laughs) He's going to regret it. He's never going to find anybody as good as you. No, 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 no. So it's so interesting that it's like she's reaffirming to herself that. (laughs) And most of the time people are saying that to make the other person feel better about themselves, yeah. about the breakup. Like, oh, it wasn't me. Yeah. It was him. I did nothing. I was perfect. It's – he's just not ready for yeah, my exactly. awesomeness. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure. And then we go into the bridge. Does it feel like everything's just like second best after that meteor strike? And what's that I heard? That you're still with her? That's nice. I'm sure that's what's <laughs> suitable and right. But tonight – can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, um, this is where a lot of people were tying in the Bieber of it too. And the, mm. the Selena of it too. Haley's mm. Comet. I can't tell you how many tweets, how many TikToks, how many articles, but I've seen people being like, Haley's oh, Haley, Comet. Haley. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that meteor strike. Like, That's funny, yeah. Are you ever going to find something better than Selena Gomez? But then, yeah. but then, if it's Haley's comet, she would be the meteor strike, wouldn't she? I know. I don't want to ask the people who are who are. Sorry, uh, I just have some questions. Haley, Haley's comet came and burned everything down. Anything, oh, okay. Any possibility that could come—that's just where I'm. I'm I throwing, see. Throwing that see, out. It, it feels like again this sort of like we were in screaming color. Like that's mm-hmm. something she's talked about. Is like, and it reminds me of the one too where she's like. 
it feels nostalgic in a way Mm -hmm. and not vindictive like it's like man that was it burned hot and it burned fast but like yeah boy what a like red yeah she's gonna google aurora borealis green um (laughs) but i do like this like I like this bridge. I think it's fun how she sings it. Um, I think she's having fun singing it, with, which also yeah. plays into this sort of like, yeah, she's salty about how this breakup happened, but she's not necessarily like – she's not like mad. Like I don't think she'd give this energy and this like uplift to a song about Justin Bieber mm-hmm. um, where it just feels like more playful by the end. Um mm-hmm. And she's calling out that this, like, timing didn't work. Oh, you, you're with someone better. And I, I don't know if that means, like, oh, Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. Mm. <laughs> I don't know who she w- he was dating after being with Taylor. Um, I do want to say I feel like he went back to an ex, but maybe I'm making that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do my due diligence, so don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> but it does feel like she's here there's clapping in the background it's literally her friends clapping with her in the recording studio so it does feel more like this playful like well we gotta just let it go and let it be type thing Mm -hmm. and she's just Mm -hmm. like i don't know moving (laughs) on yeah (laughs) because you're never gonna find another one like taylor swift yeah yeah And that's like why it's perfect. It's like, doesn't it just feel like everything's second best after being with me? Like hair mm-hmm. toss, like blow a kiss. And I love that type of um, tonal shift where the rest of the song was like kind of mopey. Like it's like, I just have some questions like, hmm. And then she's like, but you know what? I'm still on top. Like I'm yep. still Queen B. And like, you're going to yep. regret this for the rest of your life. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then we close out with a chorus, and I'll get into it afterwards, but there's rumors around this, speculations of who sings this chorus, actually, towards the end. Um, oh. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Did you ever kiss – did you ever kiss – did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room, in a crowded room, and every single one of your friends was making fun of you, making fun of you, but 15 seconds later, they were clapping too? Then what did you do? Did you leave her house in the middle of the night? Oh, did you wish you put up more of a fight, more of a fight? When she said it was too much, do you wish you could still touch her? It's just a question. <laughs> um, so some people were thinking when she said, you know, the, she repeats it, can I ask you a question in a crowded room, making fun of you. So many TikTokers were speculating that it wasn't actually Taylor singing that, but Selena <laughs> was singing the backup. And that TikTok also is points, unhinged. <laughs> I know, but I love it because it gives us like things to be like, oh, 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 oh. But it's just a interesting conversation. Topic what is that. that based on? Like, does it sound like her? I've they never think, thought it sounded different. They think that it sounds like Selena. I think it sounds like Taylor. Yeah. And like, I guess there are all these rumors that they were going to collaborate. I mean, there's yeah. always rumors. Oh, I love it. It's amazing what people come up with. I, yeah. I was watching people like make the nice Ed boy like yes. photos combining the colors and it's the same color <laughs> sample as like. 1989 or something honestly made my day but no I I am firmly in the Harry Styles camp of it which is sad Mm -hmm. because I really did think this was a Carly song at first Um, yeah you did (laughs) but I do feel like there's so much here at play with like their relationship that era of her 
of her life and how she viewed mm-hmm. relationships and responsibility. And also, like you said, it's the last like good relationship she had before her relationship yeah. with Joe. So that does feel the more nostalgic one. Mm-hmm. And it was the one that seemed like it wasn't so much him or her, his or her fault, but like the general public and this, this, you got swept away in the gray, like this mess of a, you know, I know places type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It was good. It's a good song. Um, yeah. I'm glad you steered me away from, you know, a song that's a little bit too dear, near and dear to some Swifties' hearts. <laughs> it's like, damn. Sweet nothing. Going for the jugular. <laughs> like, let's, yeah. let's, you know, we're going to take some blood. <laughs> we'll have but... to get through it sometime, but. <laughs> maybe, it's maybe, you know, cold it could be our last song. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know. Well, I know we don't have a lot of time for our usual questions, but I yes. am curious. Like, do you have a grade for this? Um, I like this. I would give it like a B plus. Okay, yeah, I I'm would giving s- it a B minus. I would say because there's just a lot of confusion in it. Like when for at first listen, you're like, whoa, <clears throat> like who's speaking? Who is she speaking to? Like, yeah, you're just like it, it's a grower. I think. Yeah, it's not yeah. one I re- really gravitate to, and I sometimes skip it. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate oh, the attempt. I mean, <laughs> Labyrinth over Question. Oh, well, that's – yeah, I still yeah. listen to – I don't think I've listened to Labyrinth again since my first listen. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that song. It just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I don't really skip anything on the album, but that's because I just don't have the energy to skip anything. <laughs> and sometimes I like – sometimes when I'm listening to music, especially when I've, like, listened to the album when I'm driving – I get like lost in my own thoughts. Oh yeah, yeah. So sometimes You're just, just swept up in yeah, your own midnight. Could have been. <laughs> You're like, I have some questions too. Yes, like what's going on? Thinking about all my past relationships. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm the best you ever had. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you've got to go, so yes. I guess we can wrap this up. Um, I'm excited to be sharing the state with you again this yes. weekend. Hopefully, uh, we get a lot of juicy. I don't know, set changes or surprise songs or little statements that we can report on next week. Yes. Um, but until then, you can yes. find us on social media, uh, Swiftish Podcast uh, on Instagram. Yeah. And Swiftish, uh, Podca- Swiftish Pod 13 on Twitter. And don't forget to go to S.A. Boyer on Twitter <laughs> To show Shelby some love or maybe some hate. Maybe. I don't know. Put I don't some need love. More hate. I'm like, you know what? I don't I don't need this fight. I have no skin in this game except for, you know, living in this fascist country. But that's beside the point. Um, um I'm excited to talk to you next week. We'll see what we cover. We're running out of midnight songs, so maybe speak now. TV coming soon. Um, <laughs> but until then, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And uh, Taylor, speak now. It's just a question. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect outro.